Righto, looking forward to this a little bit. Um, we're talking about the fact that um, the 2021 Multicultural Festival will be held from 11 o'clock until 5, starting in a fortnight's time. That'll be two weeks away from uh, yesterday, Sunday the 14th of November, uh, down there in Victoria Square. We've got a, a rich and a vibrant multicultural community. I think we're aware of that. And the festival is a chance for people to discover and meet over 70 community groups showcasing more than 50 cultures right here in the heart of Adelaide. It's really something we ought to be proud of. And joining me on the program is the uh, the Director of Multicultural Affairs in the Premier's Department, Justine Kennedy. Justine, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Tony. Um, yeah, it's good to be with you again today. Yeah, and, uh, and Reinhard Struve, who's the uh, the group leader of Bundabayan. Reinhard, good afternoon. Welcome to you too. Yeah, who would Right, oh, right, oh. Good on you. Justine, tell us uh, just some of the things that are on offer at this festival starting on Sunday fortnight uh, down at Victoria Square. Sounds like an absolute ripper. Just what are, what are the, some of the things we can come along and enjoy? Well, the, um, yeah, one of the best ways the South Australians can explore, they can explore new cultures is through food and music and performances yeah. and cultural experience and activities. And, of course, talking and meeting with all the different people um, of all different cultures and backgrounds. And as you just said, Tony, 70 community groups showcasing over 50 cultures. It's going to be a fabulous day for people to, to get down there. You, uh, you say, of course, understandably and, uh, and deservedly so, it's a, it's a COVID-safe event. So what are some of the uh, requirements in a fortnight's time to actually oh, come uh, along? Yeah, of course, yes. This festival is um, held in accordance with SA Health Direction yeah. and um, we're operating under a COVID management plan. So we just got to make sure that people are safe and that they're when they're entering that they're using our QR codes or sign-in contact tracing register physical distancing and also there's going to be capacity limits um, and we're encouraging masks to be worn and of course as always if you're feeling unwell or you're waiting for results or being in contact with people who have arrived from closed borders you just need to be aware if you're not feeling well not to attend. Um, Justine you say that there's over 70 community groups who will be showcasing uh, more than 50 different cultures right here in the heart of Adelaide. What are some of the some of the cultures perhaps that we're not overly familiar with that will be showcased? Mm. Okay, yeah. Um, so some of them from 50 cultures from around the world. So it'll include, um, we've got African, Ukrainian, we've got German, Colombian, Pacific Islands, Russian, Bangladeshi, Croatian, Spanish, Thai. Oh, I mean, on. the list goes on. Oh. It's just going to, yeah, it's just fabulous. I think it would surprise a lot of people that we've got that many different cultures and that many different uh, approaches to food and music right here in the middle of Adelaide. Reinhardt, good afternoon. Welcome to you too. Tell us about yourself. When did you uh, when did you see the light and come to South Australia and from where? <clears throat> I was uh, 16 years old when I came as an exchange student and then I used to come back afterwards uh, every few years and in the year 2000 I met my future wife. And rest is history, and I permanently migrated in 2007. Absolutely oh, love the place. Reinhardt, so you came here as a 15-year-old, but this is a, a Rotary Exchange student, maybe? No, actually, it was privately organised. Um, just to my own family, we had a few connections here, and, uh, yeah, just managed to find a family that, that, yeah, we'll have a German Exchange student, no worries. Righto, so you come here as a 15-year-old, love the joint, and think that's a bit of all right. Whereabouts in Germany were you living at the time? So I come from uh, northern Germany called the Hartz Mountain. It's about an hour from Hanover, about three hours from Berlin. Right. Okay. Now, now tell us a bit about this group of yours. Uh, how many members and where did it start and, uh, and what's the, uh, what are the sort of music? Well, it's German music, obviously, but tell us about the group, Reinhardt. Yeah, we are the Bunte Bayern. The group was founded in 1959. 
And um, look, over the decade, ups and downs, uh, currently we've got about 40 members, a um, really good, vibrant group, and we do a traditional uh, German dance called Schuhplattlern, oh. and literally it, uh, it means clapping your shoes, and it's the, the traditional, uh, you know, the very, um, uh, the, the one that everyone's thinking about, with lederhosen, with dirndls, we do the bell ringing, uh, whip cracking, and, um, and very energetic dancing to that. It sounds like the uh, the sort of music and the atmosphere created at the uh, Tanunda Town Band at their uh, at their two night concert towards the end of May every year up there in the Barossa Valley. Tell us about um, tell us about some of the uh, some of the German community. Of course, uh, they were so strong. They they, they you, you've got to say that it was the Germans um, who were with their culture and their religion and their uh, and the wonderful activities were really the the driving force behind the success of the uh, the Barossa Valley, Tanunda and Nuriupta and uh, and Handorf of those years ago? Sure. Oh, look, you certainly had uh, sort of migration streams coming through the uh, centuries, I suppose I should say. You had the Lutherans coming around in the mid-1800s, um, and then especially after the war in the 50s and 60s, strong uh, European, uh, including German migration. Um, but currently, I think that the sort of the latest uh, cohort of Germans coming through, they are usually highly skilled uh, professionals in their field, and um, and yeah, they really enjoy the lifestyle in South Australia, the weather, the great wine, um, the sea. You know, that, that's sort of what attracts us to come over here. I know that the um, the Melody Night uh, up in the Barossa, the uh, Tanunda Town Band, one of the great bands of the world, are really, uh, and these days under the direction of the um, of the uh, the wonderful old Sturt bloke. But uh, the, the Melody Night up there with the, the shushing and all the rest of it. It's just a sensational couple of nights. Um, Justine, um, just uh, some of the things, uh, what are some of your favourites on the, on the program for this year, starting in a fortnight's time? Have you got a couple of uh, standouts from your point of view? Well, certainly, I mean, the variety of food stalls is a highlight oh, of mine. Yeah. Um, and it has been for all the years that we've actually had the festival. But um, there's also, like, because you've got international food from, you know, so many cultures just in one place on the day. So it's just absolutely fabulous. But there's also demonstrations and activity areas, which is another great highlight of the festival. And there's 30-minute activities throughout the day that people can enjoy. And this year, like, we're looking forward to everything from traditional Chinese mind and body exercises. And then we've got the Pacific Island coconut grating and tasting. And the Tongan drumming and the Samoan slap dancing and sari. So, yeah, so lots to do. Hey, hang on, now you quickly went through a few of those. The Samoan what? What was it Samoan again? Samoan slap dancing. What's don't that? Don't ask me, Tony, what that is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and what was the other one you mentioned, Justine? That got, uh, uh, sari tying. Yeah. From the Tamil group and then Tongan drumming. Oh, that's brilliant! The Tongan drumming. All right. Yeah, now, okay. the um, uh, is it a, a paid event? Is it a free event? How does it work? Oh no, it's a free event. Yeah. Um. So family friendly, free event. Um. But uh, yeah. So we just want everyone to come along and um have a great day. And like I said, just make sure that you check in using our QR codes when you arrive. But. Yeah, it's got something for everybody. Right, and hopefully the weather will be okay. Starts in a couple of weeks' time. How long has the uh, uh, Justine, uh, from memory, how long has the multicultural festival been going? Uh, the first one started in two thousand and thirteen, I believe. All I right. hope that's correct. Okay. Yeah, so it's been going biennial um, since then. So this is our fifth. 
which is, yeah, it's a flagship, um, the state government's flagship event for promoting and showcasing our multicultural communities. All righty. Um, yeah. It sounds great. Uh, we'll be back in a moment or so. We're talking about the uh, the 2021 Multicultural Festival starting in a fortnight's time. That'll be on Sunday, Sunday two weeks, the 14th, uh, down there in Victoria Square. It'll start at 11 in the morning, go through till 5 in the afternoon. An absolutely free event is, uh, understandably, it's a COVID-safe event, but it sounds like an absolute whizzer, and it's been going for seven or eight years. Back in a moment or so, talking to Justine Kennedy and Reinhard Struve about this uh, great festival, another good festival we've got here in Adelaide. It's just on 16 minutes to two now. The Skip. Mark Bickley talks footy with Rowie each Friday night. Thanks to Jarvis Toyota, we discover the road in the all-new Toyota Kluger seven-seat hybrid at Jarvis Toyota, South Road, Clovelly Park. The new Kia Nero hybrid SUV has landed. It combines a smooth and efficient blend of petrol and electric power without the need for external charging. It's a no-compromise SUV with outstanding fuel economy, low emissions, tons of comfort and impressive versatility. The new Kia Nero Hybrid SUV. Available for immediate delivery. Check with your local Kia dealer for details. Kia. Movement that inspires. Do you experience discomfort from varicose veins? If so, you may be suffering from venous reflux disease. Symptoms can include varicose veins, leg or ankle swelling, heavy and fatigued legs, as well as pain, aching or cramping. Without treatment, those with the disease may experience progressive symptoms that can significantly impact their quality of life. If you or a loved one are experiencing these symptoms, contact your GP to see if the cyanoacrylate procedure could be right for you. Because relief is just the beginning. A message from Medtronic Australasia. Want to learn to be the boss? Change the system. Blaze the trail. Want to turn your passion into pay? Ever dreamed of solving the problem? Helping community. Setting the trends. The time to take this course begins today. At Torrens University Australia, we can transform passion into careers that bring the best out of you. Find a course that fits you perfectly and follow your heart. Do what you love. And love what you do. Search Torrens University Australia. You've selected the block for your new permanent or holiday home. Now it's time to visit the Selector Homes and Building Solutions Display Village. Walk through the Esperance. Stylish and modern, three bedrooms, two bathrooms and large open plan living. The Hallett, spacious two bedroom design. And the Inman 4. Plenty of living space for the family with four bedrooms and two bathrooms, dual living areas and carport. Take a look. Selector Homes and Building Solutions, Port Wakefield Road, Burton. Visit selectorhomes.com.au. At Audica, we know hearing. That's why our expert clinicians offer value for every ear. And for a limited time, Health Fund members can save 20% on a selected range of hearing aids with up to $2,000 in savings. So if you're over 26, book your appointment today at audica.com.au. Offer ends 31st of January. T's and C's apply. See website for full details. How far would you go for your dream kitchen? And how far would you go to not deal with organising all the trades? How about 15 minutes up the freeway to Balhanna Kitchens by Design? To the largest showroom in the Adelaide Hills. Custom build your dream with our award-winning designers. Plus, we can manage the installation and all sub-trades at a fixed price. Balhanna Kitchens by Design. It's not too far to go to make your dream a reality. BalhannaKitchens.com.au South Australians have done a great job keeping our state safe from COVID-19. 
Now it's time to get vaccinated because here are the facts. COVID-19 vaccines have been tested, reviewed and approved in exactly the same way as all other vaccines. They're close to 90% effective in reducing symptoms and preventing hospitalisation and death. Vaccines do not have late onset side effects and COVID vaccines are no different. So what are you waiting for? Get the facts and book your appointment at covidvaccine.sa.gov.au. A message from the Government of South Australia. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. Oh, God, the band's all fired up. Uh, Justine Kennedy and uh, Reinhard Struve are our guests. We'll be back with both of them in a moment or so. We've got uh, a warning message from the South Australian Metropolitan Fire Service. Uh, uh, this has been issued for up in the Riverland at Loxton. The MFS is responding to a fire. This is near Newton Road, Loxton, up in the Riverland. Uh, if you're in the area, stay alert and monitor local conditions. And uh, more information will be provided from the MFS when it becomes available. Uh, what to do? The information is check and follow your bushfire survival plan. Decide what to do if indeed the situation were to change and look and listen for information available on television, internet, mobile phones and by listening to us here on Adelaide's 5AA uh, 1395. We'll keep you right up to date but that was issued just a little while or so ago. Bushfire advice message at this stage of the game issued by the MFS. That's uh, they're responding to a fire near Loxton's Road or Newton Road rather at Loxton up in the Riverland. If you're in the area stay alert, monitor local conditions and for more information keep listening to us here on Adelaide's 5AA will keep you right up to date if indeed the situation were to change up there. Before we get back to uh, Justine and Reinhardt, uh, Gladys says, uh, Pilka, wondering if you can send all of the kids who are sitting for their uh, exam this afternoon in, uh, what's it, uh, this afternoon's exam is uh, Essential Mathematics. The exam uh, taking place this afternoon, all part of the uh, the SACE program for the Year 12s. And so uh, Gladys's grandson, uh, Sean, is sitting for that. He's probably in the middle of the exam right now, Gladys. You should have notified us earlier. But good luck to you as the grandma and to that grandson of yours, Sean, and to all of the other kids sitting this afternoon for essential mathematics, whatever the hell that is. And the exams, of course, go for the next couple of weeks. Good luck to all of the kids. It's a nervous time, not only for the kids, but for mums and dads and siblings and, and grandparents parents, fingers crossed, hoping the little darlings do okay. Let's hope they do. Let's hope the weather stays reasonably cool. So to Sean from your grandma, she sends you all of her love and wishes you all the very best of good luck for that general mathematics examination that you're, uh, no, essential mathematics uh, that you're doing this afternoon. Used to be called sums years ago, remember that? <laughs> Are you any good at sums? <laughs> yeah, not so good at maths, so, but I'm pretty good at sums. Our guests, um, Justine Kennedy. Justine is the director of the Multicultural Affairs Department of the Premier and talking about this festival that starts in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, Reinhard Struve, who came out here as a 15-year-old exchange student, loved it so much, he eventually came back as now living in South Australia. Reinhard, uh, for the German community, what are some of the ways that uh, you keep your, your culture alive so far from the homeland? Reinhard? He's disappeared. All of a sudden, he's gone to a band rehearsal. All right, we'll go. Justine, are you there? I'm here. Oh, right. I will go, try and get Reinhard back on the line in a moment or so. Justine, the um, the uh, what's the emphasis on? Is it on a combination of, uh, of music and, uh, and and uh, and and food? I'd imagine. What are some of the other things incorporated into the festival? 
Oh, so it's a bit of a, a mix. We've got, um, like I said, we've got uh, lots of um, performance performances happening. We've also got lots of food stalls. But again, um, we've also got uh, the activity areas. So we've got a diverse range of groups undertaking different activities through the day and like traditional uh, Russian babushka dolls and um, you've yeah. got the Tamil parade drumming workshops and we've got belly dancing this year and uh, Brazilian martial arts demonstrations. So... Yeah, there's a bit of it's, there's, there's something for everyone. Yeah, so it's not just food and dance. There's a whole lot of other activities, and there are items, as you say, Justine, that that are for sale. Is that right? That is correct. Um, a lot of the communities will bring um, things to the stalls to sell. Um, so yes, it's not just food, but food's very, very important, as you would know. But um, yeah, no, the demonstration and the activities areas are very, very popular as well. I was young, yeah. yeah, I was surprised that you that there's something like 70 community groups showcasing about 50 different cultures. Uh, I would imagine that over the seven or eight years that it's been running since 2013, it's uh, it's no doubt expanded. Oh, it certainly has, Tony. Um, it's it's got bigger and bigger as the years go on, and even this year. I mean, we've got over 200 culturally and lingu- linguistically diverse background people from backgrounds. Um, living in South Australia. So, I mean, 70 uh, representing and showcasing 50 cultures. Um, there's certainly a lot more that um, could participate. Um, and, yeah, it's a, we get an overwhelming response to people that want to participate and be involved in the festival. So, yes, it's growing considerably and it's actually moved from the Rundle Mall now to Victoria Square. Justine, when, uh, when a cultural group uh, contact you and say, we'd like to be part of this festival, it's an opportunity of uh, advertising our wares and our culture and our music yes. and our food, there would obviously be some guidelines before you say, yep, you're more than welcome to join. What are some of the guidelines that you, uh, you insist on? Well, we've actually got a grant program which is called Connect Together um, and that in actual fact uh, community organisations have to apply through that grant funding to actually participate in the festival. So it's um, yeah, it is a rigorous competitive um, process Um, but yeah, so they have to go through that process and then be successful and uh, been given a small grant um, and then we work with them individually to work out where they want to do and what they want to do like as in food stalls, performances or yeah. activities. So, yeah. We're talking with Justine, Justine Kennedy. Justine is the Director of Multicultural Affairs with the Department of Premier and Cabinet. How long will this be the first year at Victoria Park? You say that you've moved uh, to, uh, not Victoria Park, Victoria Square. Where was it held before? Oh, it used to be in the Rundle Mall when it was oh. um, first uh, started, but we moved to Victoria Square last the, in 2019, so um, and that was also due to capacity being able to extend the um, the program longer and have more community organisations involved. So this will be our second year in Victoria Square. And obviously, well, it's uh, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Now we've got Reinhardt back. He all of a sudden disappeared. Reinhardt, um, what are some of the ways that you are actually connected with the the German community, not only in Adelaide but indeed right throughout the state, and especially up in the valley, up in the Barossa Valley? What is what what, what are some of the ways that you you connect and some of the feedback that you get from uh, the German community, uh, emphasising things that like to be on display at a festival like this? 
Yeah, look, um, uh, I mean, one thing is the German dancing, and we do that all over the state. Uh, yeah. We've just come out of the really busy Oktoberfest season. Um, everyone's having a, a German Oktoberfest, and then they uh, come to us and say, right now, could you please do the dancing? Really good fun getting to meet so many community members, so many different places to stay in. It, it's, it's really, we, we, we travel all through the state. Um, the other thing that we have, um, uh, we're doing lately is we're actually organizing events ourselves, um, our group, and, um, and we do that with a specific German, young German migrant families in mind. Um, so we, uh, every year in March, we run the Herbstfest, which is the, um, a festival to celebrate the autumn season. And, uh, in August, we run the, uh, what's called a Hüttensauber, which involves, uh, walking around with burning torches. And, uh, and Germans <laughs> love that. Evie <laughs> um, said, um, she said, Pilko, one of your guests there mentioned a, a German dance. She said, what was it again? She said, it, it rang a bell, and what is there specific about the particular... What, what was the dance that you mentioned earlier on, Reinhardt? The dance is called a Schuplattler. It comes from the southern uh, German region of Bavaria. Yeah. And... Um, it's it's very, the guys are basically it's quite characteristic and I was laughing before when uh, Justine mentioned the Samoan flap dancers but yeah. actually we call ourselves the German flap dancers <laughs> maybe with the Samoans we might have a dance off <laughs> uh, right. a bit of good healthy competition is what we're all about uh, Justine it sounds like a how long does it go for starting on Sunday fortnight that'll be Sunday the 14th of November how long does it run for how many how many nights how many days no, it's just um, that that one Sunday. From oh, just the one five. Sunday. Okay, it's just the one day. So people don't want to miss out because, um, yeah, it's it's just for the one day. So yeah. Right. Now, somebody wants to book. Is it necessary? Can you book tickets at this early stage, a fortnight away? We're actually. It's not a ticketed event, so um, they're not required to uh, purchase tickets. Oh, so right. we're just encouraging everyone that's interested in attending to visit. Um, the Multicultural Festival Facebook events page just to register their attendance. But ticket, yeah, when it's not a ticketed event. All right, it's a it's a COVID safe event as you mentioned earlier on. All we've got to cross our fingers for and hope that the weather is absolutely ideal. And this will be the uh, eighth of the ninth year of the festival. It's gone from success to success. Well, so much so as you said to Justine, it was originally held in the Rundle Mall, but it got too big and too popular for there. So you've moved to Victoria Square. I think for what the second or third year down there. Uh, second year down there, okay. yes, yeah, on the Sunday. Right, oh, great stuff. Yes. Justine, thank you for the time this afternoon. Good luck with the whole thing. No doubt there's a lot of planning goes into it. And Reinhardt, with that lovely, lovely band of yours and that German dancing, there'll be a big following. If you'd like to find out more details, as I said, it's on Sunday, for one day only, Sunday fortnight. That'll be Sunday the 14th, starting at 11 o'clock in the morning until 5, absolutely free. It is a COVID-safe event, and it's to be held in Victoria Square. That sounds like a great, great, uh, great afternoon. Seven community groups showcasing about 50 different cultures right here, smack bang, in the heart of Adelaide.